You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining me on Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. So, I'm not going to lie to you right now. It is actually Tuesday evening as uh, I'm unable to do a live broadcast for you this morning. So, I'm doing this uh, on a Tuesday evening because tomorrow, or well, technically today as you're watching this right now, the power is going to be out uh, in my apartment building. They're doing some kind of upgrade. So uh, I'm probably either in the chat with you right now or out and about doing some things. Uh, I probably finished my morning workout. So woohoo! let's be amped about that. But anyways, it is Wednesday. So I hope you're having an awesome Wednesday. We're in the middle of the hump week. Something I wanted to talk about today. It's been kind of frustrating me. Uh, as you know, I love these uh, nerdy one-up arcades that are coming out. These retro arcades that are coming out. And I was looking at uh, the new Simpsons arcade that just came out. And it's on, available for pre-order at a ridiculous price. Uh, basically, it includes two games in there. One is Simpsons Bowling, which nobody wants. And, of course, the classic um, Simpsons Arcade, which I actually do want. And it's going for like $800 right now, which is ridiculous for two games. Especially, it doesn't even come with a stool or anything. Anybody that follows these uh, one-up arcade releases, I was very excited for this one. But now I'm a little bit disappointed because it seems like they're getting super, super greedy. I don't want to pay up the wazoo for two games. And Simpsons Bowling was a horrible game. I don't remember. Anybody remember that game? I don't even remember that coming out anywhere on the arcade. Maybe it was past my uh, prime of arcade time. So I missed out on that one. But I find, you know, this whole market of uh, inflating prices or uh, creating, like, neuroticism for people. I think that's the word for it. Uh, where people just want to buy, uh, you know, instead of waiting, they have to have, like, this impulsive need for gratification. It's like, I've noticed that uh, the Xboxes as well, the new Xbox Series X is sold out everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. So you can't find this even if you're if you're looking to spend the six seven hundred dollars that it is right now, which I find really odd. How hard is it for Microsoft to build pieces of plastic with microchips in them and send them out? In the past, we never had an issue with this as far as Xboxes go. Is there really that much more of a demand all of a sudden for these new products? I don't think so. There is a smaller version, which even I'm contemplating on possibly getting in the future, is the Xbox uh, Series S, which is like a smaller version, a digital version of the console, so you can only uh, download games, I guess, instead of buying physical copies, which is interesting. Uh, apparently, the hardware on this is a little bit less, but I feel like they probably came up with this console first and realized it was nowhere near competing with the PS5, so they released it as like a pre-next-gen console, which it's selling out like crazy. It's funny. I was on Amazon, and I'm debating possibly picking one up in the next few uh, few uh, weeks, months, whatever, whenever it becomes maybe a little bit more plausible or affordable, but I doubt that. It doesn't seem like the price is going to go down at any point. I'm wondering if it's even worth it, though. It's not like there's any new games that I've seen. I'm not sure if you guys know of any new games you could let me know of or you want to see, but as far as I'm uh, concerned, it looks like it's just uh, the same console with a bit of an upgrade on graphics, which means if you're playing a, a game that was made two or three years ago, you're probably going to not notice too much of a difference on there. But yeah, it, it's between them and Funko doing some crazy things where Funko keeps releasing these like limited editions where you can't get your whole uh, get a hold of them and you just and you have to spend an extra two three hundred dollars. This whole reseller thing has just gotten way out of hand. It started a long time ago with uh, Supreme, I guess, and like Off-White and all these clothing brands where they would sell a brick 
or nunchucks or something ridiculous. Anybody ever seen the Supreme drops they used to do back in the day? I haven't seen a lot of Supreme stuff pop up in a while. I almost feel like the brand is dying or going out, but they were selling things like fire extinguishers, uh, you know, like plungers, just random things. But the crazy part about this is that it would sell out instantly. You'd have people waiting around the block, you know, for a week at a time, sleeping outside just to wait to get their brick. Literally, a, a red brick with the Supreme logo um, painted onto it. And people are paying up upwards, you know, $3,000 for a brick. I would urge you right now, if you want to have a good laugh, in my opinion, is to go and look at Supreme clothing on eBay and see what you can pull up. You know, if you're a hype beast, if you don't know what that is, uh, you know, these people that go after these sneakers, uh, the second they drop, you know, off-white, Virgil Abloh is making tons of money off you people and not leaving anybody for the rest, or not leaving anybody, not leaving anything else for the rest of us. I really do like uh, a lot of these designs. It's the unfortunate part of it. Obviously, if something looks cool, people are going to want to grab it. But it seems that the new wave of doing things is creating limited merchandise. So... Coming soon is some Brandon Berkeley, uh, Brand B limited merch. We actually are going to do stuff like that. We looked at uh, moving into the NFT market, uh, but I know a lot of people aren't interested in, in opening a blockchain or getting cryptocurrency to purchase something like that. So we are thinking of possibly releasing physical NFTs, meaning uh, you'll have access to whatever artwork uh, you own, whether it's a digital piece of something or it's a piece of music, whatever. So basically, you own the full rights to it. So uh, I was looking at doing a possible package coming up where there'll be like maybe 10 N NFTs available at uh, a little bit of a larger price tag. We'll probably put them up at about 100 to 300 bucks, depending what's inside of it. It'll definitely worth your dollar. But some of them are going to come with some really cool things like, uh, you know, you'll get a digital item that will be redeemable for a physical item. Uh, so things like shoes or, you know, clothing or rare actual handmade art or maybe a record. I don't want to give away too many things, but there's lots of really, really, really cool exclusive things that you couldn't get your hands on uh, that will be handcrafted by yours truly. Uh, I know a lot of you have or said that you wanted those Funko Pops of myself. Uh, those will definitely be in the box. Like I said, you'll get like an NFT kind of drawn up character of it. So you also have the artwork of it forever. And it's a weird kind of way. Um, and yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. You can sell it later on if there's demand, if the channel grows and you want to get rid of it. It's completely up to you. Uh, excuse me. Uh, here's your taco, sir. Uh, I'm going through puberty still, apparently. Uh, but we thought it'd be kind of cool to uh, put in things like music. I think it'd be really neat to put some of my music out there or, or unreleased music that I thought... Um, you know, maybe didn't have as much commercial potential, but you never really know. So, uh, you know, I've got a lot of music out there that I was thinking of maybe releasing one song in this NFT digital package where uh, you'll actually be able to own the song. And you can just listen to it yourself. You can share it with a few friends. You can share it with the brigade. You can post a link to it somewhere. You can even upload it on Spotify. Uh, put me as the artist. I will put it on my page. But you collect the entire amount of royalties off of it. So all my fan base coming to check it out, you completely collect off that. And I'm 100% okay with that. That is a part of this deal and the support, and it's a way of giving back. So it's almost like reinvesting. It's like a stock of interest in art, you know? Especially if I die. Not that I'm planning on doing that anytime soon, but, man, that would just skyrocket or increase. I noticed uh, a rapper, Tory Lanez, from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, kind of did the same thing. Uh, and he released, like, a million copies of his song, so it was less exclusive. But it sold out within 57 seconds. And I think it's a really cool... Uh, you know, talking about this exclusivity to have something that is actually interesting that not a lot of people uh, have, you know, if you're, it's like a one of one or it's also kind of like an investment piece where you're actually getting something from it. Um, something else that I thought was really cool that I'm actually going to be moving into myself, despite what you guys want to do is uh, the digital artwork realm. 
it's relatively easy now to uh, pick up, you know, cheaper TVs or like flat screens or whatever, even just in HD and using them as like frames for artwork so that I can actually have like digital moving artwork in my home. I think uh, it's absolutely incredible when you kind of walk in. I've got like a little entrance uh, over here. You kind of walk in. It's almost like uh, it reminds me of a movie theater. You know, when you're going down the uh, not the aisles, but like the the movie theater, when you're going down, you see all the uh, posters for the new movies and whatnot and whatnot. I'd love to have um different artwork or like moving graphics like that or moving posters from uh films that i create i think it'd be really cool because the cool thing is is you can switch it up every few months if you're a creator yourself you can do that so i think this nft market this digital artwork thing is gonna blow up it's gonna blow up in the next little bit people uh are kind of making fun of it because they don't understand what it is but i think it's an awesome venture for people to own artwork in a completely different way uh, you know, our artwork has always been something that people have really valued, whether it be in, you know, architecture or advertising or the clothes you wear. I mean, it's everywhere. It's super important. Um, I think without art, life would be pretty boring, considering like right now you're watching moving artwork. This whole frame is, uh, you know, artwork put together, the transitions, the podcast itself, whoever made this. So support your artists. Get out there. Look out for some, look out for some really cool artwork that'll be dropping. I'm going to be uh, dropping some very affordable artwork, like literally like a buck, uh, you know, or something like that, like 50 cents so that everybody can have some of this digital art exclusively from me uh, because I don't want to make it something that's not obtainable for everybody but however uh the larger price tag ones will be ones that you can resell or are exclusive i mean uh if i am selling digital copies like screensavers ringtones stuff like that there probably will be of excess of like maybe a thousand available or whatever uh because it is digital so it doesn't really hurt me uh to do that but yeah anyways uh rambling on about that stuff i don't know if you guys really care too much i'm really excited about it i love creating and uh that's what it's all about uh, over the next couple weeks, going to be doing a lot more uh, random kind of vlogging. I'm gonna trying to drop vlogs without a schedule. So not all of them are going to be premieres. Uh, Bupcha, it was Bupcha's birthday today. Actually, we just uh, finished celebrating. I got down not too long ago, had a couple beers, had cake with her. It was really good. She's 93 years old. 93. It's pretty insane if you ask me. It's uh, definitely making your way up there on the scale. But she uh, she's doing well for her age. It is a little bit more sad to watch her uh, decline as she gets older, but we try to take care of her and uh, enjoy the time together. So we had a really good time tonight. It was really good. I know a lot of you seem to be enjoying Bupcha on a different scale. So uh, I'd like to do more videos with her. I thought of even doing like a Funko Friday where she'll open it, but um, she can be a little bit of a, a negative, neg negative naysayer sometimes. So she might put down these Funko Pops. So if you love them, I think it's going to be hilarious. She's not going to understand these Funko Pops, uh, you know, being 93. She's kind of out of the loop on collector's items and whatnot. But uh, I'd like to do some videos with her, especially as she's aging. I think that'd be great keepsakes. And you guys seem to really love her. It'd be really cool to have some Bupcha merchandise or something at one point. Or like, uh, you know, she's kind of excited at the idea that she's 93 and, you know, she could potentially gain an audience or become famous. So uh, happy birthday to her. Uh, if you leave happy birthday in the comments, I'll definitely pass it on to her because it's a big, uh, she'll be surprised. She'll be happy. Um, something else, actually, this podcast, this one might be up on Spotify by the time this is playing. Uh, but you can listen to my podcast on every major streaming platform now. So from YouTube, um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Plus, we're going to be moving over to Twitch and Facebook uh when these podcasts air live so not this one but when these podcasts usually air live uh they're going to be broadcasting across all three platforms so we'll have twitch 
Facebook, and YouTube for Brandcast. And the chats will all come together so you'll be able to chat with each other. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. We're really growing as a, as a brand, as a brand B. So I'm uh, really excited for you guys all to be a part of that. There's probably so many things that I'm missing out on that I need to talk to you about. Um, I'm bringing on Jay Paul for the next podcast. Actor Jay Paul who played uh, Deacon Knight in 14 Keys. So we're going to talk about some random things, have a great topic. I think we're going to extend some of the podcasts a little bit uh, further. We'll do... Um, you know, some longer podcasts coming up in the future so we don't have these 20-minute little podcasts because uh, I think we definitely want some longer ones or something to help you occupy the time. But I wanted to give you a little brief update today. Unfortunately, I'm not with you this morning. This is me from the past with a grave warning. Why? How would I have a warning? I'm in the past. Anyways, I'm rambling. That's what I do on this podcast. So hopefully you enjoyed listening to me talk some shit for uh, a good, I don't even know how long this was. But it's going to be an interesting uh, video. So uh, remember, be excellent to each other. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon.